Podcaster's Corner, where your hosts, Zor and Reverend Slippery. And welcome to the 40th and final podcast. 40. Wow. 40 podcasts. I can yeah. talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. this is the, the 40th podcast over the course of basically seven years of doing... And uh, it's going to be the last one, as far as we know. As far as we know. We're not yeah. planning to do any more. Yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of a, mm. kind of a thing, because I don't even remember... The last one we did. I can't. It's been a while. Like everything else in geocaching, it's been a while. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a that's an interesting thing to, to we'll, mention. We'll mention that, I'm sure. Yeah, about the fact that it's, it's, it's slowing down. Um, so, I guess that in itself, the fact that mm. it's the 40th is, well, that's our a little piece of news to kick us off. Yeah, and all three of the people that listen to it will know. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, what, Ted Agusher and Heavy Metals. And cable guy, <laughs> Z Martello maybe. Yeah, he might. I think Jim Fifty Two listens yeah, to the podcast. Listen. Yeah, Misha will listen. Misha. Yes, Misha yeah. will listen. Yeah, I guess there's a few out there. So, um, on our our my list here, I have the an official Cash Up New Brunswick status update. Yeah. Um, so kind of where we are, what's going on. I guess the the big thing is is you. If you haven't noticed the fact that the website changed, and we changed a major part of the website. In order to get the podcast, you're probably <laughs> going to have to go to the website and notice that it's changed. Um, yeah, yeah we, we, we basically decided that, well, we kind of talked about this a while ago um, yep. amongst ourselves about retiring the news and focusing purely on events. Just because after, after all this time, you can only talk about the same things. Over yeah, there's no big innovations in geocaching. And I don't think a lot of people want any big innovation, so yeah, there's only so much you can hash out. I did the same thing with uh, my DobsonTrail.com. I shut it down because that was conversation and it was sure. news. And now we just have a static page with just all our information and a contact us. Same idea. Yep. And I mean, we kept the scribbles. The scribbles on Cash Up are still active, and all of the news articles are still there. You can get to them from the uh, yep. the archive link. When you click the archive link, does it go back to the old? A layout. Nope. It stays nope. in the new layout. Stays in the new layout, and you'd have to go through. You can, but you can still search. You can look like you can search. If you're looking stuff. for like first to find or, or yeah, or a certain topic. Yeah, they're all, they're all yeah. there. All the stuff is still there. So, it's just that we've we've kind of moved away from that world. I mean, realistically, it got to the point where, I mean, for six for the better part of six years, every seven days we had something new that was being posted on that site. Yeah, we did. Because right? that, that was my original... Some days we were we were holding stuff back because we had three yeah. or four articles yeah. in the queue. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and just over the course of the last couple of years, it's become a lot harder to, to think of new and interesting ways to engage people and, and get conversations going and topics that are haven't yeah. been... You can only talk about throwdowns so many times or yeah. you know new cashers and that kind of near, stuff. Near the end, we were sort of more talking about our events and our coin challenges yeah. and things like that, because, like you said, you can only talk about certain things yeah. Yeah. so many times. So, uh, yeah, so our, our official status is that we've we've retired our news feed, we're retiring the podcast, and we're, uh, we're mainly focused towards... Uh-oh. We have a visitor. One of my dogs <laughs> snuck downstairs. He won't bother us. <laughs> Oh, you left the gate I open. I guess I left the gate open just enough for him to squeeze, and he won't make much sound. Hello, Max. 
if you could see here, we have, there's a dog crawling at our feet. He's sniffing for... Uh, the boys had a, a bunch of friends over last night, so they're probably looking for scraps of food that oh, they left on the floor. Oh, I see. Okay. Crumbs and stuff. They did a good job cleaning up, though. It looks decent. I, uh, I went to bed, and I talked to my son this morning, or now this afternoon. I said, how long were you guys up? I don't know, 4.30? <laughs> they're all college boys back yeah, for the winter oh, break, yeah. so they were all here playing games. They had oh, a couple board games on the go and some music, so... Nice. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, so moving forward, as I said, if we're basically focused mainly on just events. Uh, the big, obviously, Fundy, Cushabaquack, which are, we'll call them our pillars. Those are our pillar events. I don't know. Riverview's pretty River close views, to being one uh, as well. Yeah, as well. The Riverview. We'll the say we got three pillars. Three pillars. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that because we've, yeah. been, we've been doing the Riverview ones for a long time, too. Well, we'll talk about the stats. We're going to talk about stats after. but I'm actually almost more proud of that. <laughs> Than I am the uh, the fun day ones, but we'll see. I want to yeah. see what the numbers are. Yeah, so we can look at those. Uh, but we are we're going to show some stat or show talk whatever about stats. Yeah. Recent events and caches, a staple of our podcast. Yeah, of course. Can't so, stray. Uh, breakfast. Imagine that they're still going. They're like that fracking Energizer Bunny, not the cacher, the did, the actual bunny. Yeah, he's not going anymore. <laughs> um, no, he's doing fine. He's not caching. Um, Fredericton? Did anybody pick it up in Fredericton, or are they, are they hit or miss now? I think it was hit or miss. I think there was one for the Cope launch. Yeah. Uh, which was part of, the, which is the next set of events, is, is the Cope launch, but the Cope launch here in Moncton was merged with the breakfast. Yeah. And then I think there was one done in Fredericton. Yeah. I know the Milo sort of retired from it, and yeah. anybody can pick it, wants to pick it up. But that, like... That kind of leads back to what we were going to talk about with slowing down. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that yeah. afterward. But, but anyway, uh, yes, Come Out and Play is, is up and running again. Uh, the only So the, they, we launched that contest. Uh, Natalie put out the new words, which were all locations within the province, yep. which I thought was pretty cool. Um, honest, I looked at the list, but I didn't look at the board. No? Because I'm not playing. Yeah, well, I thought about looking. And realistically, uh, Evil C put yeah. the new board up. But there's no, there can't be too many short words because there's not too many towns no. in FTF. <laughs> no, true <laughs> enough. And the biggest difference between last year and this year is you can't create new words. So if you fill the board, you're done. Yeah. Like last year, if you filled the board, you could just add custom words as you went. Um, but now it's once you fill the board, that's it. So. And they'll probably draw off out of the other Yeah, so board. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, cool. Uh, there was the Fall Favorites finale, which wasn't a New Brunswick event, but uh, there were New Brunswick yeah. caches involved. There were yes. a few. Uh, that was actually Nova Scotia, and I went down to Halifax for that. Me and the family actually went and spent the night there. Um, yes, because we ran into Nemo Dai Dai and the yeah. kids and their family. Uh, really, really huge turnout. The event was really, really big. And, uh, well, not really big, but big enough for, for a first-time kind of thing. A lot of people there, lots of prizes. Um, and, uh, yeah, just just good crowd. I yeah, mean, I saw I, a picture on Facebook of Plumberman's. He had like a, a that red farm, yeah, McDonald's yeah, farm or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So there's been, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really, <laughs> really nice little event, and uh, yeah, made for a nice little overnight trip to Halifax. So that was sure. Cool. Just before Christmas, get Just away. Before Christmas, yeah, I saw Four Seasons, and they were talking a little bit about the mega and work on that coming, and because that'll be well, it's less than half a year away now, or just yeah. over half a year away, I guess. Uh, we had, well, it seems like ancient history now, but you had, we had the, hey now. <laughs> what was that all about? Yeah, do you smell my cats? Come here, Max. <laughs> he must have got his 
stuck in something. Anyway, he's good. Um, the Fall Harvest Bonfire. We had a cash up in yeah, bonfire. Yeah, yeah, good turnout there. Was, I think it was big, a little, real good turnout. Yeah, I still have uh, trackables from that that I haven't been able to drop. <laughs> I brought about three times, and all three times I couldn't find a cash big enough to hold them. I had six six that were with me from the breakfast that I went to. And they all got put into a where I go in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> a where, like a, I remember you telling me that. I'm thinking, a where I go, they could be there for a long time. Well, you know what? Surprisingly enough, there were there were a decent amount of hits on that particular cache. And it was the only one I had in the area that I could get to. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. A staple is listing off some geocachers that have hidden recently. And uh, this wouldn't be our last... Wouldn't be the same if we, didn't have, if we didn't do this and uh, had at least one name on this list, which is... We've got Cable Guy, Geotomer, Vol21FF, which must be a new cacher. I don't recognize that name. Volume21FF, maybe? I don't know. But I'll tell you, whoever that user could, is, they have a ton of caches. Where? I didn't look where yeah, they no, were. I wonder if it's a ham radio name. Oh, maybe. I don't know. A little uh, long for ham radio. Uh, Ted Agusher, we know that name. Yeah. Quilter Gene, Laker 121, Z Martello still hiding, Misha still hiding, and oh my god, he's still at it. Gray Beast. Gray Beast is still hiding cash. Holy yeah. shit. Seriously. Yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah, I think Misha had two published today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think so, Ooh. maybe. One's Chinese. Literally. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes, I saw that cash come out today. Uh, Katie Cashers and Paul and Melanie. Uh, Paul and Melanie, uh, they're a couple from Dieppe. They've been hiding, and actually they won one of the prizes at the uh, the Fall Favorites. Yeah, they like hiding. They like putting out good caches. Yeah, and they're a good couple. Really nice yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, they always, uh, they've been a couple of events and talk. And yeah. yeah, they were... Uh, yeah, the one that they put for the Fall Favorites apparently is a 3D printed cache. I don't know. Came in second, didn't it? Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, because yeah, the, uh, they the guy sent me an ammo can back with me, and I yeah. Paul came by the house to pick it up. So before we get to our history and stats, you want to have a conversation about the lull that geocaching seems to be in. Did you notice uh, Battle Cache? I did I mention that, and so I made a little comment on it. So I guess it's not just Moncton and, and Fredericton and St. John. It's it seems like geocaching, I don't want to say it's dying, but it's definitely taken a hit in the last little while. I haven't seen a, a log from a PEI geocacher in months. Oh, and that's I, me too, Probably yeah. spring. Really? Some, maybe, maybe summer. Wow. Since I've seen a log from any of the PEI guys, so I don't know what they're up to over there. Um, yeah, it's just, it's rare I get a, a fine on a log now. I, I don't have a whole lot of caches out. I might have a dozen or I got 20. a couple logs today, but they were Nova Scotia. Yeah, so did I. Road to Curly's. I, I yeah, well, those are the two caches, so we're probably the same person that, that found yours yeah, on mine. Yeah, probably. Because we each hid caches on that road. Yeah. I'm surprised those caches are still there, and there's <laughs> never been an issue. I had one go uh, disappear. Yeah. I had three ammo yeah. cans, I think, and one went. Yeah, I think mine are like uh, lock and locks or something. One might have been a peanut butter container, and they're still there, and it's been three, four yeah, years. Yeah, it's been a while now. Because, yeah, that was that was a big group of us that went down. Yep. Yeah, so it's... it's Yeah, it's just it's, it's very quiet. It seems like it's very quiet. Jim mentioned. He mentioned a number, yeah. like there's only 120-some caches hidden since October. Something like that, or, yeah, 100 and, 100 and some. And it's it's very, very quiet, not a lot of activity. Facebook pages are dead. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, too, because like with us kind of winding down the stuff that we're doing, it's at the same time we're seeing people on facebook which is where everybody was swarming to that's yeah. where everybody had all their activity and everything was going on yeah uh, we, we lost a lot of our we'll say viewership to the facebook pages which was fine because as long yeah. as we were getting our goal was to get information out not yeah. to not to be the only source 
Yeah. Because we always shared those stories on Yeah, and and because at one time there was no group, which we'll we'll come we'll we'll circle around to that, but you know, that's that's part part of where just the world went in, in with those kinds of communities. But yeah, it seems so strange that it's really, really dialed down, but you know, it makes me wonder, is it just this area, or is geocaching in general starting yeah, to slide? I, or? I, you know, I never... I don't go to the forums very often. Yeah. But, uh, I think the only time I've been on the forums in the last year was for the Christmas coin swap. Oh, you were talking about I, that, I, I yeah. I swapped out some coins with some people. I got three coins back, and I sent three coins out. So. I think the last... I went on the forums for something... I don't know if it was a... I think it was a GSAC question, or... I can't remember what I was trying to do... And I went on the forums looking for it, and of course, all I, I, I don't like going on the Grand Speak forums because all they ever do is bitch at each other, and, and I mean sometimes there's decent conversations, but it's it's usually it's, not too too bad. It's it, it unless it gets down to ethics. Yeah, really yeah, ethics. And yeah. That's, that's you know people are always helpful, and there's always good information, and there's always interesting things to read, but it always comes down to oh you didn't sign the log, or you don't find your own caches, or you don't have to yeah. log your own events, and and then. Yeah. Other than that's the stuff I don't like. Yeah, yeah, true enough. And it's very unfortunate that with a game like this, hobby activity, whatever term you want to call it, that the people who run the game don't seem to want to do anything to kind of inspire people to do to do something new. They don't want to innovate. It's just kind of the problem. I think is the money's rolling in, and they're fat, dumb, and happy. Yeah, possibly. You know, I mean. Right now, they have it set up. So there's not much cost to them other than maintaining it. Yes, that is true. Right. Just keep keep the uh, the machine oiled. And once every six months, they 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 change a font so that the page looks different. <laughs> well, geez, the last thing I saw that they uh, that people were free, not freaking out about. Well, maybe sort of, but were all the new icons on the map. I don't care. And I'm like, you know, because I saw Polly posted a thing in the scribbles and says, "Oh, the new icons are ugly." And I looked and I'm like. Yeah, and I was it was I give it or take it. I didn't really care. I know <laughs> if I found it. I know if I didn't. I know what yeah. type it is. I'm happy. So it didn't. But it it seems to be that, you know, it would be very nice if they would find some other way that they could yeah. inspire cashers to do things. But then, other than geocaching, they can't really do anything else because then it's not geocaching. Yeah, but I mean, there's ways to. There's ways to innovate on there. There's ways to take... You could... you could. I mean, we, we see it now with Come Out and Play and a Battle Cache. And, and there's all kinds of other regional groups that do things like that. that but tradi- we are doing that. Yes, we are doing that. But what I'm saying is that if, if you've got somebody like Groundspeak behind that... Imagine for a moment if they did Scrabble Cache, but across the globe. I mean, maybe that would inspire... That would be at least something that's different that would give you a reason to, to go. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help here. Right, right now, it seems... I, I haven't even looked at the Scrabble... Sca- uh, Scrabble? Yeah. Scrabble cache stats to see where it's at. But at least if something else was being done to to maybe inspire people to do things... And or, I still don't know what that is, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately... The only thing that seems to come out is... Oh, well, here, you can get a new souvenir. If you bu- get a cache on this would, day... And- and the souvenir and, thing, I never really got into. <laughs> and unless they can s- get apps on GPS units, which isn't really that far-fetched, the app is the way to go. Like, making an, an application-type new game. Like, where I go. Yeah. There's an attempt at an app 
using yeah. geocaching. Because I think that's the future. Get people look well, at Pokemon Go, right? So, so here's so this kind of leads me into it. If you had, if you made a game, that was my point, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is everybody Pokemon going now instead yeah. of geocache? That's what I spent an hour and a half doing this afternoon with Dylan. <laughs> oh. Every once in a while, I turn it on because there's a Pokestop at work. <laughs> um, but if you if you had an idea for a game. And you made the game, part of that game is geocaching. Mm, and made yeah. the, the game more interesting. Make that the app, like the new app or whatever. And so you're playing this game, but in order to play the game, you have to find a cache or you have to hide a cache or you have to interact with geocaches somehow. Yeah, yeah. That would be something else. That would be something new. I really should, should turn the time out on this thing off. Um, yeah. But that actually brings me to our... I do have a topic here, which is geocaching now versus as it was in 2010. So here we are. We're at the tail end of 2016. We started in February of 2010. It's officially when the the website became live. Well, not live, but <laughs> was uh, created. Yeah. So how do you think geocaching has changed in six years from from those days to now? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it's evolved from going out and hiking and in the woods because it was always looked at as we always talked about an exercise in hiking and getting in the woods. Yes. And I think because of people like us and the people in Fairton, the people in St. John, the people in Halifax, the people in PEI creating events that weren't megas but were a coin challenge event sure or creating a series for a town or city yeah or the province and it brought the focus on finding a series mm. as opposed and getting a prize as opposed to grabbing your gps to go in the woods and look in and the trees yeah. it was now brought to I have a goal of finding X with a passport and getting a prize at the end. I think we changed that when we started Cash Up NB. Because there was Fun Day Park for a couple of years before us, three or four years. And then I did one with ACGA in Irishtown Park. And then when we developed Cash Up NB, that's when we really took off with these coin challenges with Riverview. And, and then Moncton did one, and then Fredericton did one, and St. John X did one, and then... Cushabaquack and other places started doing that. So I think we changed it where it went from hiking in the woods and finding containers in the woods to game, mini games, mini. We, we did our mini challenges, so battle cache and Scrabble cache. Come up and play, right now. Before us, back with the old MGA, the original, there was the high contest. Yeah, that was that's where all but those was, started from. Just but when I started geocaching, there was. Just about 3,000 caches in New Brunswick. And now it's probably <laughs> approaching 14,000. Yeah, I wouldn't know. The PEI had in the, in the dozens. I don't even yeah. think they had 100 yeah. when I started caching. And I started in 2006, I believe, or 7. When did we start? 7? Seven? 7, I think. 7. Ju Ju June or July. And then the MGA tried to do that. And then the ACGA was formed. And they tried to step it up a little bit with the park. And then they backed out and we took over. So I think it changed from from that offering these challenges and these hmm. and it got, it got a lot more urban. Yes, absolutely. 
the caches got a lot more tricky, I find, tricky in the way they were being hidden, because in the early days they hung them in bags on trees, and it wasn't so much the trick of finding the cache, it was, it was getting to getting. the cache. Was more the about nature. the terrain than the actual yeah. difficulty. And then, yeah, and then it went to the actual container, the hide was, was big, and then for a little while it went to numbers, you know, where having numbers and getting as many, the power trails came out. Hillbilly Bob, I think, made the first power trail in geocaching, as far as I'm concerned. There was oh, no the Dobson Trail, the Dobson yeah. Trail in 2008, he started that. There was no, because I remember there was four or five, and then somebody hid one, and then Mom Pa hid one, then I went and I hid one. And then all of a sudden, we heard Hillbilly Bob was going to hide a bunch, and he did 300 on the trail. And I remember looking at the map and seeing that line, and people were talking about it on the geocaching forums, on GC forums. And then now look at New Brunswick. Now look everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. And then GeoArt. <laughs> GeoArt, yes. Yeah. You look down in the U.S. Or oh even over in Europe. All the other, we were doing that the I other don't think night. Germany could do it because they have too many caches. <laughs> but uh, the GeoArt down in the U.S. is Because we were looking for our trip. You were looking when we had oh, our yeah, meeting. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of them down there And it was now. just the ridiculous amount of friggin' art down there. It's crazy. Especially in the desert areas where they can yeah. put them... As traditionals. Yeah, anywhere they want, yeah. Yeah, I think too, I, I think you are onto something in the fact that I think it became more about, I think the coin challenges were a part of it. I think uh, stuff like <sighs> streaks. We, yeah. It was a big part of was a big part of what went on in that pe time period. You know, how many can I get in a row? How many how many days can I go with a yeah. cash? Or how many can I get in a day? Right. And then the grids came out from on, the stats came out on your on your yes floor. the stats and you could fill your 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 fizzy and you could fill your, your calendar. calendar yeah right and stuff like that. So it it started going from just casual geocaching to go out and enjoy the fact that you're out to all these goals and it was yeah. all goal oriented. Getting to five thousand, getting to six thousand, getting yeah, to yeah, your milestones. Too. Milestones became important, and souvenirs came in. So they started putting dangling carrots in front of us, mm, and we started putting our own carrots out in front of our, ourselves. Because but do you, I was going to say, but do you think that some of that came from the fact that there was after you find after you find five hundred caches, if it's no different, they're all the same. So there has to be. If you want to keep playing, you got to make it more interesting. If somehow. that stuff wouldn't have happened in two thousand and we'll say early two thousand tens, we wouldn't have well two things that change. We wouldn't have all these new cashers that are not outdoorsy types. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the families that are going around with strollers and single moms and and stuff like that. It would be stuck to the techie nerds like us. The people that were involved in scouting like me that got up with the kids. Um, the hikers would have been doing it. But because of the cell phone and because of all these goal-oriented and challenges and coins and events promoting getting people out, I think that, that boosted it. It was good number-wise. I think we maxed. I think we hit a bubble. I think it went up, went up, went up. And then the cell phone thing started. Yeah. And then we got a lot of garbage hidden. Yeah. For a few years, there was garbage out there because there was kids and people who were just trying it with their cell phones and messing it all up. And I think those thousands of people that joined have all dropped off. Oh, they're all long gone now. And yeah. now there's just back to the 50% that was there before of traditional geocachers that are still out there. I heard... I, I, think, think, I think that could be part of it. I think I heard... Who was it? I think it was Ma or Pa or... 
Somebody else that's been around a long time said something to the effect that the... You're saying they're old? No. Oh, well. <laughs> Experienced. Experienced, yes. Um, at one time, the average lifespan of a geocacher was three years. Yeah. That a, a geocacher would cache for about three years, and that was about as long as they went. They would get into it. They'd go really hardcore for a year or so, and then kind of slow down, and then eventually yeah. it would... It would it's like your bell curve, right? Exactly. And I think maybe that's maybe that's where we are right now as far as geocaching in this part of Canada is that we've hit that bottom part of the curve and Well, we've hit saturation too to a certain extent with yeah. hides. We are very Well, saturated. it's so hard to get anything hidden in the city. Well, you got to wait for something to get archived, yeah. right? Or you're or you're cre- you're forced to get cached someplace where it shouldn't be. Well, we were, ha- we were having that conversation just the I, other day for the winter challenge. I have that issue here in Riverview every time I try to hide five caches. Now, this year I think I'm going to do all right. So uh, I get the spots figured out, and I've I got room, so. Yeah, so, yeah, it's interesting. Um, all right, let's, let's talk about the big one. So since this is going to be our very last podcast, you actually had made the suggestion about talking about the history of Cache of NB and where we started and some stats and that kind of stuff. Um, so I have a little note here about the origin of Cache of New Brunswick. So this could be like a, a sitcom <laughs> at the very last episode with a reflect back on everything. Yeah, it's happened. like the flashbacks kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Seinfeld, we end up in jail. <laughs> Hope uh, we didn't ruin the ending for somebody. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day. So for those, for those who don't know, because you, you mentioned the MGA, so... I'll, I'll I'll tell a little story, yeah, and then we can we can talk about how 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 it kind of went from there. So, uh, for those who well probably those who are listening to this have probably been around long enough. But in case there's anybody else that's not, the uh, that would have been two thousand six. So it would have been sometime into well prior to two thousand March of two thousand seven when we launched Cash Up NB. There was a website or two thousand ten we launched Cash Up. Yes, yeah, sorry, 2010. 2007 is when we started. Yes, I get my dates mixed up here. It's what happens when I get old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, 2010. So, when I started, when you started, the MGA was the place online that people in New Brunswick went to for geocaching. It was, it was the New Brunswick-based yeah, so one. It was the Maritime Geocaching Association, but it was really just New Brunswick. There were people from Nova Scotia, and it wasn't like you weren't allowed there, but... Essentially, there was the MGA for people in Brunswick. And it was really Moncton, almost, more than anything. Almost, yeah. And there was the ACGA, which was... There's a whole story about how that yeah. formed and so forth, which somebody can ask us about later. But um, And that was primarily Nova Scotia. Even though it was Atlantic, it was primarily Nova, Nova Scotia. Scotia. And the MGA was run by a, a geocache by the name of Farsight X. And he didn't have time for the website anymore. And it was just, I mean, it was just a forum. People sat on the chat box and chatted, and then people post messages on the forum. And they just got... There were, and there was two separate groups. There was the forum group, and there was the chat box yeah. group. <laughs> yeah, and they right. were separate. Yeah. Uh, but it got spam riddled. It started just filling oh, up with spam. Yeah. At the end, it was so bad. And eventually, uh, Pa of Mon Pa said, you know, do we want to see if we can get a hold of Farside and have someone take over the MGA, or do we just want to do something new? And so we posted a poll, and most people asked for something new. And I didn't 
at the and time. And unfortunate for Pa, it wasn't a form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, but the funny thing was, was that when I started geocaching, I had actually thought of starting a geocaching blog, a, a website of some kind, but I didn't want to just dive right into that because I didn't know the community, didn't know the people, and I didn't want to be the new guy who thinks he knows everything. I, yeah. But I volunteered and said, okay, and then walked, like, kind of disappeared and nothing came of that. Yeah. And then we had a we had a conversation, didn't we? Didn't you and I? Yeah, we went to Damascus. And sat Damascus, down. yeah. And, and sat down. And had, I had a coffee. You had a <laughs> diet coke or a coke, not diet coke, coke or Pepsi. And we said, "What can we do?" Because I was willing to help you. And that's where it went. Yeah, and so we, I spent. This was this was at a time when, 2010. So I would have been working for Oracle. So I had all kinds of time on my hands at work. So did I. And I I sat down and I, I think between the both of us, we sat and we wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. We must have written 50 to 100 articles. I had to contact my company to unblock Hashtip NB. <laughs> I remember that. The filter so that I could work on it on midnight shifts. Yeah. Yeah. I'd work on all my breaks and midnight shifts. I'd sit down. I was just filling pages we were just creating and filling pages with yeah, pages because we wanted one of the things i remember yeah we wanted our content we didn't want to just copy other people we wanted but everything. you didn't want the website to go live until it was 100 percent. yep everything had to we be. didn't want to be a work in progress or under construction pages yeah. it was done yeah and i remember because we had everything almost ready and i don't know how but jim 52 found out about the website yeah. and posted it on the MGA's shout box. And so there were a few people that that learned about it and there was some there were some discussions and other things that went around yeah. at the same time. Uh, but then in in March there was the breakfast at the mm -hmm. end of February and showed up there and yeah, announced it. Don, it was Gerard's breakfast at Don Cherry's, Don Cherry's. the first Don Cherry's. <laughs> Not the one now. Not the one in the mall. But in the same location that it is now. Yeah, because it was gone. We had the upper room that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, so yeah, okay. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we... Because hey. Zonker was doing the breakfasts, and then Gerard asked if he could do one, then just kept it. Yeah. We gave out a bunch of flyers saying this is what we were doing, and it... That was yeah. Yeah. the beginning. We had talked... I was very adamant that it wasn't going to be the same as... All the other geocaching websites say, so let's put a website out, a bunch of stuff that nobody pays attention to in a forum. And I I modeled it off of a website. Because the MGA had a front page. Yes, it did. Nobody and ever, nobody knew it existed. Nobody cared. Nobody had anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, and if you went to, like, XGA website, you know, British Columbia, Manitoba, California, like, they all followed. They were, they were all identical. It was all the same pattern. And I, I had spent a lot of time on Slashdot, which is a, well, it sucks yeah. now, but it was a really decent website for tech news. And their entire community was based off of all of the comments that went on on each story. And if we were going to be doing news and information and stories from cashers, that's where we could really draw our audience into. Which, you know, Pa was not a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. No, but he <laughs> contributed quite a bit. Oh, he was so, so helpful. I yeah. mean, he contributed, you contributed, I contributed. Uh, Milo's hard in the early days. It's yeah. contributing. Um, and at some point, we, we ended up getting you know a few other people writing. And, and then eventually, 
Yeah, Paul and Stacy. Paul wrote Paul and Stacy. Paul did a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's and Seppet did a few. Because he did one about uh, the uh, ET Power he, Trail. He did. He did a three part one for the ET Power Trail, and Seppet put some stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. Nemo. Nemo did a. Nemo. He did some videos actually. Yeah. Too. He did some stuff and some videos for us. He was involved. Yeah, it's it's funny thinking about all the, yeah, all that stuff, and that that went on. That format went on for about a year, and then you. <clears throat> You came to me and said that Jim Sear was talking about handing over Fundy to us. Yeah, because I was in the Brunswick rep for the ACGA for, since 2007. I took over. Because uh, there was Paul and Stacy did it, and then he, he got out, and then I took it. And that's when I did that coin challenge in the uh, Irish Town Nature Park. It was yep. the first one in Moncton. Yeah. And uh, 250 mm -hmm. coins. And I did it under the ACGA guy's name. Yeah. So, and I had been volunteering. I'd been going yeah. to the Fundy Park. This is where you're going. Yeah, so yeah. Carry on. Yeah, so we, you were the one doing, essentially, you were you were doing the work for the ACGA to do Fundy. Yeah, I was involved with Fundy from day one. Yeah, and uh, Jim Sear, who was the, who was president and then not president, but was still really president <laughs> um, of the ACGA, he... Uh, yeah, they, they had three guys that would rotate positions, yeah. but Jim always ran the show. Yeah, and, and Jim... I don't know if he called you, emailed you. I don't remember how that played out. How uh, I was in Halifax and we went out for lunch. And we oh, sat really? Down and okay. had a really friggin' good pizza at some little place. <laughs> I can't remember where it is. I know where it is. It's near the Keith Brewery. Um, the new Keith's Brewery up, up, down, up the hill. So Anyway, we went in there and he said, this is, he goes, I, I don't want it to die. He said, but I can't do it. And I know you guys will handle it well. So he offered it to us. Yeah, because it was, and I remember... I remember it was really funny because I was pretty adamant that I didn't want us to do events. Do you remember that? We were never going to own caches. We said, we're not going to hide caches. <laughs> we're not going to do events. We were going to be a website only. I remember that because that was, that was our mandate. But things went so well and we had such a, an outreach. Such a, we had, not, not to say power, but we did. We had a lot of influence. I, I think what happened was is that I think we came about at a time when the community needed it the most, mm -hmm. right? This was pre-Facebook. This is circling back to our conversation earlier. I mean, Facebook was around, but, but Facebook groups it didn't were not have, as popular. It didn't have groups and pages back then, no. And it was, so people needed something, and, and we, we took the time, we took the effort. Everything we did was original, it was new, it was unique, and, and we, we put our own spin on it, and it was pretty obvious that we cared about what we were doing. Well, and and Groundspeak was very impressed with what we were doing too. I don't know if that's part of your talk. Oh, I mean, it but we're still probably one of the few just pure websites that's yeah. a full partner. Yep. Right. There's not. You look at other things, and it's always apps mm. or websites. You know, like GSAC or those types of yeah. things, or GeoChecker that are. Yeah, there's, there's only a handful because they like... they use the API as well for yep. their product. But we were the first, just a plain old website to get an API and be a full partner. Yeah. And I still don't think there's any, just. Websites like us. There's uh There might be a couple. Yeah, there's the one now. The, the official website that does challenge checkers. Yeah. Because, uh, was it Pro Project GC? Yeah. They are just a website. They I don't think they have an app, and they integrate with yeah. with the API. They use all the APIs. Because they do some yeah. totally different than what we do. Yeah. But, but very cool. But they provide a product. We're, we're just... Yeah. That, you know, we don't have a product. It's That's we, true. We don't yes. have a product. Like, we're just a website. Yeah. Yeah. So we were the first and only, and I don't I don't imagine they log in anymore. Were they, Jeremy and and oh no, it wasn't Jeremy. Well, Jeremy was there, wasn't he? Where, or, uh, coming into the our uh, 
our playground oh, site. Oh, uh, Mountain Biker. No, what was his name? It was Jeremy's brother. Yeah, was, I thought it was Mountain uh, Biker. Uh, Nate. Nate. Nate Irish. Nate Irish used to come in. And Nate him, Irish, yeah. Him and Evil C used to yeah. chat. We haven't yeah. even talked about Evil C yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's since, since you brought his name up, we'll, we'll come, we'll circle back to him in just a minute, but, uh, so we're talking about Fundy. Yeah. We, we took over Fundy. Yep. We did the, that first year that we did Fundy, 2011, 2012, one of those, I don't remember which year it was that we did Fundy. Because we've time. done, what, five of them, six of them? So this is going to be year 10. This is year 10. And I think ACJ did four of them. So this would be our six, so that would be... Oh, yeah, at least 2011, that. so we would have been in business, we'll say, a year, almost a year then. Yeah. Um, and we... We took a do- totally different approach to Fundy that year. I remember because we wanted it, we wanted all the cash to be able to find them in a day, and people could walk home with their. Car. And we wanted people to have access to the caches and have them loaded before yeah. before the event. Yeah, where where the old way used, you got a piece of paper and the caches came out on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we wanted them, and that was much better because there was people. You wouldn't be able to use uh, an app. Yeah, if we true. didn't do it that way. Yeah, I, absolutely. Right. So it was a much better. Process and now the park that park has Wi-Fi and internet. It only makes sense to have them come out on Friday so people can. And do I their think thing. so. From that, and then it yeah. just snowballed like that. Just yeah. because we had we had huge numbers. This, yeah, we had the first year. I remember the second year. I think the second year we did Fundy, we hit it was two hundred and fifty. We we had two hundred people over well over two hundred people every year. Yeah, yeah. So because the first year I think it was only maybe sixty people. And I went out, and I, I never found all the caches. I think I ended up getting the coin, but I never found all the caches the first year. Second year, my son came with me. The third and fourth, I, I worked. So the first two years, I was involved, but I went and found the caches. I sure. didn't stay at the event. The next two years, I stayed and worked the table with Jim and Brian. Oh, okay. And then, then we took over year five. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned Evil C. So let's, let's, let's bring Chris into the event. Well, that's, that was... That we, we did cash up 1.0, and, and Evil C was a huge part of 2.0. He was part of 2.0, but he was part of 1.0 long before 2.0. He was, but not not, not... not to the extent that he he was Yeah, because what was that first thing that, you, the, the that he built thing, for you for a case of so, beer? So there, <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to talk okay, about. Okay, go ahead. So, right. <laughs> see, great minds to collect. Mm-hmm. Um, so those who don't know, <laughs> Evil C, Chris Clark, um, I've known Chris since I was in high school. Right. Yeah. I met Chris in 1990. Um, he was my best man at my first wedding. My best man and DJ at my first wedding. He was my MC at my second wedding. I've, I've, you know, I've known the guy for a long, long time. And uh, but me and him, we had a falling out. Uh, we didn't really talk for a few years because of extenuating circumstances. Let's just say that. So. After a while, well, Chris isn't a people person. No, no, and it's, it's it, no, but it's not that. Like, there's just there's other there's I, other. I, I, I know some of the you, story. I know you know part of the story. So, but that was mostly tied to my ex-wife. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Once my a... ex-wife was out of the picture, me and him talked com- occasionally. Right. I completely understand. And um, I met them both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I married Chris first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, right, Chris? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I had been talking to Chris a little bit and I wanted a ticker. I wanted a little news ticker. ticker. Yes. Or we used to have a little news ticker and you could put in the CUNB live or, uh, was it CUNB live? I think that's what it was. 
yeah, a Twitter. hashtag from Twitter. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. And I asked him, I said, Chris, I said, you know, uh, can I pay you? He's like, here it is. He, he wrote the code. It didn't take him any time at all to write it. I mean, Chris is a programming god. Um, he's like, give me a, a case of beer. So I paid him a case of beer, and he built this little ticker. And then over time, he's like, well, maybe we could do this, and maybe you could do this. Well, we had a ticker before geocaching had their ticker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, the one they have at headquarters. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um and then, yes, so you were talking about 2.0. So Chris played a large part in our 2.0 launch. In fact, there was a, a, an event called the relaunch where we launched the brand new website. And that's where we paid a lot more attention to detail, to oh. colors, to logos, to... Yeah. And, and, oh, Argus, of course. Oh, my Argus God, all of our, our, with our... With our logo. With the logos and the masthead on the top. And, and yeah, he was, he was instrumental in that. Um, because and and the the second one the second 2.0 the 2.0 web version of the website remember we had the uh, Google Latitude you could see where if you wanted to you could see where a geocacher was in the province and it was always just you me and Chris <laughs> so we were yeah. the only ones that were on because CGO had that built into their app yeah yeah uh, I remember one day in Fredericton we were on a trail and and I'm going oh oh dragoon's coming down the trail <laughs> I can see him I can see him coming. Because nice. we were both using CGO, um, but yeah, and then after after Fundy and and you know bringing the new version of the website and that on, it was one event after another after another after another, and it just coin challenges and it oh, just oh yeah we went we were all we were all out for a couple of years three years probably, oh non-stop. just crazy with this stuff every time we turn around, um, so that's probably a good segue to some stats. Let's see what we have. Oh, do we have to use the segues? No, we don't. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We're writing segues in my basement right now. Yeah, that's right. Around and around we go. And my dog is here, and he's a good boy. You a good boy, Max? Okay, cache of NB Super. stats. Okay, you're so, going to have to get up now. Oh, excuse me. I can't see. Okay, okay. okay, so I went through all of our content on the website. Yeah. I went through all of the stuff that I could find for our published and uh, archived and mm -hmm. caches and everything so here's so here's our stats 773 published articles official posts those were would have been in the 773 news, posts. posts wow <laughs> that's since february 2nd 2010 i wouldn't have guessed that <laughs> 773 news wow. articles that does not include pages there were 149 pages created as well and the pages were the ones where they weren't all live at one time it was yeah but this is over the course over the course, of, over the, course of the entire time wow. we've been running um 5402 total comments posted to cash up nb yeah um the most popular are the top 10 uh geo poker the first time you posted saying anyone want to have a geo poker yeah, yeah. game that was the most common at nemo's place I think Nemo's? it was at yeah. Nemo's place. That was yeah. the most commented uh, article of all time. Wow. Followed by the Magellan Holiday Giveaway. Remember we had the event where we gave away the Magellan GPS? Yes, yeah. Uh, come out and play 2011. Uh, mini survival event, which was something you posted about uh, wanting to go out in the woods. Oh, and, and the three, me, me, you, and Nemo and Critter were there. And Nemo, <laughs> That's, and, I, yeah. Nemo and I stayed overnight. <laughs> You come down the road, Nemo come, uh, and yeah. Critter come through the woods. <laughs> yeah. And we spent the night, yeah. It was only the three of us, that, four of us that ended up going. Uh, Travel Bug and Geocoin Hotel Etiquette was another one. 
another one from yourself, which was I hit a Munzee. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a Munzee and I'm like, Jesus, I haven't seen well, that the, word in ages. Mu- oh, the Munzees. Munzees, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember? Yes, because I hit the first one in the you, runs with. Yeah, you hit the first one here. Uh, consecutive Days of Caching was another popular one. And I'm the one that started that. I remember I said, yeah. holy shit, I've gone 14 days in a row. <laughs> and then Mom and Pa started and a couple people started. And then I forgot one day and everybody passed me. <laughs> I got 213, I think. 180. I went for one of every day that I was off work during my parental leave when I had my yeah, daughter. Yeah. Excuse me. Come out and play 2010. Scrabble Cash 2014. And one about caching on the Dobson Trail. Those are the top 10 articles written. Or excuse me, top 10 articles with comments on them. And those were all, they all bring back good memories. Every yeah, one of those. Like, every one of the them, Dobson yeah. Trail is is like a geocaching mecca, really, when you yeah. think about it. Especially, well, in this region, anyway. In this region, yeah. because it was the first trail, and Hillbilly Bob did it, and they were so good. Yeah. And people have, so many people have done it, and it's great, yeah. 40 podcasts, including this one. Yeah. Uh, 872 registered users to the to Cache wow. of NB, which is way more than I want. I ever thought we would have. Yeah, However, yeah. I do feel it necessary to mention that the moment a person connects with their GC account, yeah. that creates a user if you've never logged in before. Yeah. So there would have likely Could been, have been people that just checked in one time and never came back. Came back, but still. Um, so I have some stats on our caches, yeah. and this now goes up by, well, we'll go up by six <laughs> for the winter hides. Uh, 194 hides in total. 133 yeah. traditionals, 8 multis, 2 letterbox, 36 events, including 35 regular and 1 mega, 4 puzzle caches, 1 earth cache, and 10 lab caches. The so earth cache we adopted. That, that would be the copper mine. That Fundy would be Park. the copper mine from Fundy Park. Yes. And 10 lab caches would be, yeah. Uh, from the mega. Puzzles, uh, puzzles were probably ones I had for coin challenges. Oh, they were all for coin challenges. I'm Pretty sure. much all our, yeah, yeah, we never hit a cache just to have a cache out there. No. They all they had were a reason. All part of challenges. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we did stick, sort of stick to our guns, where Cache Bay wouldn't be hiding caches. Yeah, well, that we is. Put, we we only put them out for challenges. For, for we never put them out just for the hell of it. Just for yeah. So I suppose tech. I don't know that that's a. But yeah. <laughs> well, there's no caches out there that we just hid. Just to say that we just, did. Just to hit a cache. They yeah. all had a reason. Cache of NB hit a cache, so you and I could go fight. <laughs> None of those. Mm. Uh approximately the closest number I could get to was 5,400 geocoins produced either yeah. directly from us or as a result of programs we were uh, involved in. So that includes all of the Fundy events that we hosted. So it would be like six times 400? Yeah, it's like 2,400 coins. So half of our coins are from National Fundy. Park uh, because of Cushmacquack uh, too. Yeah, Cushmacquack, Fundy. Um, River would be the other half. <laughs> you'd be pretty close uh, but no there was also uh 925 of those are from the mega because we yeah. we had 250 coins that were ordered for the mega coin and then the rest there was 600 but 1300 i think we've done 13 coin challenges for the town of Rivia. i think it's up to 13 um it, it's, it's it's 12 or 13 12 or 13 it's really really close in there somewhere. and that's 100 caches each 100, 100 coins, coins each. each yeah so yeah and you probably didn't count this year's 100 did you no i didn't so, well, not the winter ones. No, that's yeah. not part of this total because yeah. it hasn't come out yet. So this is that's right. Th- th- Fun, yeah, this would be as of today. This is as close. That's why I said fifty four hundred approximately. By so, the end of this year, we'll be at six thousand coins because we've got four hundred, and then two two hundred from the town of Riverview, and we'll have Cushman Quack again. Yeah. yeah, we'll be over six thousand. So by the time by the end, the end of next of twenty seventeen, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, 925 yeah. for the Mega. There were 670, 675 coins produced for the Tri-City Coin Challenge. 250 for just the coin, the Mega Coin itself. Yeah. And then the rest, yeah. It's a, did you count the, the actual Cash Up NB coin that you had made? Yes, too? I did. Yeah. yeah, I have those as well, which... Yeah, there's still tons of those left. A <laughs> uh, couple of other programs just to mention. Uh, we did partner with Center and NB Trails. We, yeah, did, we did that one, one yeah. that. We did the Falls Brook Center, which we're <laughs> in the process of trying to get them to adopt them because it's out in Glassville, New Brunswick. In case anybody ever wants to go, it is there. Glassville, New Brunswick, five ca- six, six caches? Just five. No, there was a puzzle. There's five plus a puzzle. Yeah, okay. So there's six in total. No dogs allowed on the property, but you can go find the six caches. And the place has to be open to get the puzzle because it's in the barn. Yeah. You remember that? Because yeah. there was a guy there who yeah. who did a DNF, couldn't find it. Uh, Capturing the Bay, which is another one, which we promoted a little bit this year. I put it, I remember putting an article Yeah, there's up. probably still some of those coins I'm left. I'm sure there's a few left, uh, which is a really awesome, nice challenge. Yeah. It takes a while to do. Paul and Melanie talked about it because he did it in a day. He went and did all four in a day. He wanted the whole thing done in one day. I did it in a day when I hit them. (laughs) A different story. A couple of other things that I thought would be interesting to see. I went through, I didn't realize I could do this, but uh, I went through the actual web statistics for Cash Up NB. Yeah, of course, yeah, through the control panel. Through the control panel on uh, HostGator. So, uh, you see all the bots from China. Well, court, so. One thing about web stats, you don't necessarily know whether it's a real person or if it's just bots. A lot of it's going to be just bots. But it was still interesting to go through some of yeah. that. Well, you can tell sometimes by where it's from. Well, yeah, exactly. But there were, from what I could figure yeah. out, there was twenty, at least 25 different countries. Canada and the U.S. are the two big ones, obviously. Yeah. Russia, Germany, France, Ukraine, Brazil, Chile, Romania, Australia, Malaysia. I mean, there was all kinds of different ones. So... You know, yeah. a big portion of those are bots, but it still shows at least the reach because the web the web is a large place. You know, whether you have somebody who's actually in Romania that's looking at Cash of NB. Well, you probably had some from New Zealand when Heath was there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's it's that was kind of interesting. The the other thing is is that <clears throat> according to pure web statistics again, and uh, Evil C could give you more info on the realities of these stats. Um, over the course between February of 2010, and we'll say today, approximately 230,000 u- unique visitors to our website. Hmm. And that went from 10,500 in 2010 to upwards of our highest year was 2014, where that number was uh, five times that, at 51,000 people. Hmm. Um, that was also the year that we were on The Amazing Race Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that would have mentioned it, which either. we have we will come back to yeah. that um but it would that would have been that year but it also would have been the year that we had all the buzz about the mega because we announced the mega yeah. and there was things about going on about the mega and that kind of stuff so um and then yeah because it went 10,000 22 28 33 51 in 2014 uh 43,000 last year 42,000 this year so even all things considered in Seven years, we've gone from ten thousand yeah. to forty-two thousand visitors. So that's not, yeah, you know, that's not horrible. There's nothing wrong with that. Considering it's just a little old joke, as you said, in Moncton to Brunswick. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, you know, we we think about our about the stuff we do. You know, that's kind of nice to see. 
when you look at it in a larger picture, because I looked at that and I was telling my wife, I was saying, you know, like that's kind of a kind of crazy to think about that. Those are the only stats you have? Those are the only stats I have. I did not count out like individual coin programs and stuff, just yeah, cool. larger numbers. So that's a lot, yeah. Kind of staggering <laughs> for some of those numbers. Um, personal highlights. Do you have any personal highlights of our time? Would you cash up and be since we won't get a chance to tell our audience any more stories? I think my personal highlights are, are every event that we host where we're handing out coins to people and you get to give them to the kids and the kids get to give you a passport. To me, that's what it was all about. It wasn't about you and I doing all of this. It was I about... Agree. Absolutely. And, and it really, really was. I'm being genuine here. It really, really wasn't about... Because I loved doing it. I loved hiding the caches. I loved organizing the events. I loved working them and running around. And to me, it was always when people come up and handed you a piece of paper and you gave them a coin and they smiled and the kids got excited and they thanked you and they walked away because you know they had a good day. And that's for me, that's that more, more than the website, more than the conversations... Um, that was that was definitely the best part. The the days we get to give shit away. Any th any particular things that have happened over the course of the time we've been doing cash this? up and be related? Yeah, that stick out. It, it's Just, got it's got to be amazing race. So it's funny you say that. I I picked as uh, as crappy as it turned out. <laughs> it was the coolest thing we did. I actually have on my top three. Yeah, my top three things when I think of cash up and be. The first on that list is the Amazing Race Canada. Yeah. Um, as you say, no, we didn't get picked. It, that sucked. You would not want to have talked to us that day. <laughs> it was not a good... No, we had a podcast <laughs> plan, a video podcast plan. We had all this stuff planned for the ride home. We were so excited. And we just sat there and said nothing. We were numb. It was so quiet. We're like, yep, screw this. Let's just go home. Because yeah. um, at that time, we didn't think we were going to get anything. Yeah. They, never, they never said anything like financial. Not that we made a lot of money. Um, they just basically covered our costs, our expenses. But it looked like they were just going to say, thanks for coming out. Yeah. But they contacted us later and they reimbursed us for what we did. So Yeah, and that producer guy was really... Yeah, he was, he he was, was fantastic. And I loved his personal videos, yeah. watching his stuff. Yeah, he's got some awesome stuff. So I put that at the top just because... Well, I mean... Impact. Like you said, look at our numbers. Our, our traffic doubled that yeah. year. It, it Honestly, and I don't want to... I don't. I, I like to be more on the the humble to mm. subdue, as yeah, it were. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to me, that was the validation that I wanted for us, because it proved that what we were doing and the way we were doing it was the right way to do it. Because yeah. you don't get a company like them to come to to come to us yeah. if we weren't doing something right, and that yeah. was the big part. Like. Knowing that they, they sought us out and came to us and, you know, you get this email and you're like, Matt, what, you want to do this? <laughs> and, like, we just get this random email and I'm like, what is it? What are you talking about? Yeah. I have no idea. You sent me a text and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? What email? Yeah. What reality show? And, and, and it was Voyager. <laughs> it was a show yeah, called Voyager. Yeah. Yeah, and the million dollar we could talk now. Yeah, we million <laughs> million dollar non disclosure agreement we had to sign, and our wives were very upset with us signing that sort of. <laughs> like, you guys better keep your mouth shut, especially my wife, because she knows I have a big mouth. 
We managed to keep our mouth shut. Nobody knew. I just remember. A couple I, of people came really close to guessing. Oh, yeah. Gazulus knew. You knew and he I, knew. Yeah. And I'm sure... Uh, Nemo. Nemo knew. Nemo was pretty close to um, I Because I will never, ever, ever forget, you know, uh, scheduling the meeting with the producers. I was on the road. I was in Minneapolis, sitting in a boardroom on my lunch hour. Nobody was there. I dialed the number, and they're like, okay, well, now that we're under the, yeah. the dome of, of confidentiality, we can... We can talk about the fact that this is Amazing Race Canada. And if anybody had opened the door and seen what I was doing, they would have wondered what kind of drugs I was on because I jumped out of my chair and I was like jumping and dancing practically. I was so excited. Well, I was at work <laughs> and I Googled the production company. <laughs> yeah. And the first thing that came up was Amazing Race. And there was one of the guys working there. I said, oh, this company wants to do this. It's a thing called Voyagers. They were oh, that's cool. I didn't think there was anything of it because they contacted <laughs> And I said... Holy crap, these are the people that made Amazing Race. <laughs> so this guy never put two and two together that after the fact that I was doing yeah. it for Amazing Race. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and having to be a part of that, that was a, that was a you know, that was a great experience. Um, and that would never have happened without Cash Up and V. My, yeah. my number two, as strange as this will sound, my number two is Cushy Quack. I actually have Cushy Quack as my number two uh, personal highlight, mainly because in all the years that we were doing Cash Up NB, um, we were just handed Fundy, and we know that yeah. people had tried hard to get Cush of a Quack. We tried and we tried, and, and just it never really went anywhere. And then we uh, Go. we finally yeah. got them, and now. I, it doesn't look like that's going to go away for the foreseeable future. Oh, they're super they're happy so up happy. there. Yeah, so. they love it. Um, they got great staff there as well. Oh, fantastic. Nicole's awesome. Nicole, yeah, she's yeah. great, yeah. And my number three was uh, the Mega. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a big... It's if, it's a big one, but it's not a big the one. Thing, the thing, the Mega was Cash Up NB. We hosted it, and you and I started it we'll say and we asked cheryl to come on board uh to be our project manager and she did a fantastic job and we had so many other people that it didn't feel like a cash up and be thing it felt I, like a, a it felt like a, a a pure group effort i would absolutely agree with you that's yeah. why a lot of times the mega i don't think of as cash up and be because it was a community it was the community that did this moncton riverview that did it not yeah cash up and be although we did a lot of the background stuff. Yeah, right? stuff people probably wouldn't see. And the organizing that. committee did a lot of validating and organizing and taking on a task. But like Funday and, and Cush of a Quack is just you and I, pure yeah, you and I. That that is true. Right? I would I would absolutely agree. one th another thing that and I'm I I looked up and I and I'll never forget is the uh, recognition we got at Mega Two for oh, Yeah. The absolutely. trophy. That's a big that meant a lot to me because that's you like recognition for the work. We well, knew we were doing good work. So but to get recognition, you know what? It's I'm glad you brought that up because it's because my trophy's right there. Yeah, I have mine sitting in my living room. Yeah, I uh, I'm really glad you mentioned that because I also have my race for race for the cash first year <laughs> winner trophy over there. Oh, as well. you get your mega two coins too. Yeah, my mega coins. I yeah. just took mine off my shelf actually because we're trying to make room in my living room for yeah. it. Um, so but, yeah, but talking about the recognition, it's funny you would say that because. I think that was one of the things that I don't want to, I've never been one to, to say, well, you should thank me or I want, I want someone to thank me or I want, I want someone. Yeah. We've never entered any of these things with uh, any idea of us getting anything. Yeah. And, and 
However, that having been said, that's about the only thing we ever really got. Like that was that was the community saying we are recognizing that Cash of Envy and, and at done. that time we were at our prime. That was definitely our prime era. Yeah. So it was very nice to see that happen because that that's kind of the other thing that I was talking about with the Amazing Race Canada is because you know we knew that we knew we were doing good things. And, you know, people say thank you and this and that, but sometimes it's nice just to get a little bit more. But you don't want to ask, you don't really ask for that. And you don't really want to, ex you don't expect it. But after you do it enough times, you do this, you do yep. so many things over and over and over again. Um, I don't think people realize that it's not, a, I mean, you take the Riverview stuff. It's not a lot of work, no, but somebody isn't. has to do it. Somebody still has yeah. to list the caches and go and out anybody and could, Anybody could do it. Anybody could do it, but it's not that nobody else can, but it's somebody is doing it. Somebody is taking the time yeah. and somebody is doing it, yeah. and it's for the betterment of the geocaching community in general. So I sometimes I think that it's that kind of stuff that people don't really, they don't realize that, yeah, you know what, John Doe Casher could go out and, and hide five caches but for the town of Riverview. every time we've gone to Fredton for an event, it's been great. Yes. Every time we've gone down to St. John for a breakfast or for the X yeah. or for anything like that, it's, we've enjoyed it. I've gone to the Red Rooster one time for breakfast. Mm. I went all the way down there. And I don't care who's doing it. I appreciate and I just love, I just hate Sunday morning breakfast. <laughs> I, I don't want to get up Sunday mornings and go out for breakfast, even though 9 o'clock is not that late. But I just don't feel like getting up and going out for breakfast on Sunday mornings, even, even just one of them. But, yeah, you know, recognition, of, and, you know, and you probably still can picture at the end of Amazing Race and the credits going up and cash up and me being there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I... Considering they didn't see me. <laughs> and you were the one that did all the work. And I just stood there, like, staring at a deer in headlights. Yeah. Holding up a little yeah. thing. If they would have, if, if they would have come up and done our challenges, I would have, I probably would have made it on TV. Oh, if, you, you with, would, because because they would have been filming us doing instruction yeah. and checking when they come back yeah. and stuff like that. So I probably would have been in the background, which would have been would have, would have upped the ratings. I'm sure. <laughs> not 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 as if Nemo was on there. I mean, that that would have blown well, it up. I'm going to walk over to the other side of the room for a minute. Keep talking. Um, yeah. So just talking, you know, highlights and that kind of stuff. So it's 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 nice that it's nice that we have received. Some accolades from our peers. It's, I'm glad that people have enjoyed the programs that we've had. Um, <clears throat> and I think I should point out that we're kind of talking about, oh, it's, it's been nice doing this, it's been nice doing that, blah, blah, blah. And it, it almost sounds like that this is kind of the end, per se, but it's, it's not that it's the end. It's just, it's the end of the podcast, and we, we, we really are trying to just wind down um, a lot of this other sidebar stuff and really focus on the big things that that seem to have attracted. And we might be able to get it to a point someday where we can hand off what we've got to somebody, like stuff was handed off to us. Like Funday yes, Park. yes. Because we can say, okay, Funday Park, we're, we're exhausted. We're, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're done. Uh, here's your caches. And, and you guys know what to do now. Yeah. Right, you can carry on. We, we we've done our we've done our part. Thank you very much, and it's it's time for somebody to oh. just opening up a bottle of scotch. <laughs> it's time for somebody new to try uh, try their own spin on it because it 
The day will come eventually. I'm not going to say it's going to happen next year or oh, eight, two I'm years. Spelling it. But you don't want to waste that. No. Is that your expensive stuff? Somewhat expensive. Somewhat yes. expensive. Somewhat expensive. Carry on. I'll, I'll yell. Um, let me see here. So those are some personal highlights from our. Oh, since we're on the topic of personal highlights. Personal hygiene. <laughs> personal hygiene. Did you shower today? Was that what that's Eventually. <laughs> um. We've been talking about different things that we've had happen over the course of the of the seven years of Cash of NB, but since this is a podcast, do you have any memorable podcast moments since this is the 40th podcast? Does he have anything that stand out from any of our podcasts? The very first one? I don't even remember doing the first one. The first one got deleted when oh, your phone got yeah, reset. That is we had Jim 52 over to your place. We recorded on your iPhone. And then your work... Something happened, yeah. Your work reset your phone and you lost it. And our very, very first podcast was lost forever. And it was with Jim 52. And Yeah, because it was a couple of months later before we got a chance to do it again, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, rem- I, I can still picture uh, having uh, Ninja Jedi and Lexa Mizzou over. Yeah. Uh, Heath. We had Heath for one, didn't we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. We've had um, Polly a couple of times. We've had Polly. Uh, we had... Cable uh, Guy. Cable Guy, Mark and uh, Irene and, and Inceptit. And Mark, Irene and Inceptit. We, we had, had Boo Quinn. Yeah, Boo Quinn joined us one time. Yeah. Um, our, we filmed a couple on... We filmed... A, we recorded a couple driving back from PEI with, <laughs> with Paul and Steve's and, and Ron... Paul Stacy. Paul and Stacy, not Paul Steves. Paul and <laughs> Stacy and and Ron five six eight. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember that. We shot our video podcast in New York. We did a video one sitting sitting on Roosevelt Island. Yeah. Yeah. That one was good. It's funny because I just watched a video today that talked about fake buildings in New York City, and there's yeah. a fake building on Roosevelt Island. Yeah. It looks like a house. Well, I saw I saw a thing on Facebook. Today, yeah, and I was talking about must be this, must yeah, be this same time. same video because it, it showed yeah. this this fake on the other end. It's like a brownstone. It's fake. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. It's, it's for like it's a New York. It's the subway substation or something. And I'm like, what? So yeah. the next time I go to New York City, I'm gonna have to go I have check to go that. Find a fake thing. I'm trying to think of who else did we had for guests. Um, I will say we've interviewed people like Paul and Melanie and different things at events. Yeah, I, we, I did that a couple. You did. You did uh, the the. The video down at Funday Park, the one that we sent in, the, the oh yeah, the riff uh, or, or what are they called? Yeah, 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 yeah. the uh, the gif gif video. Yeah, yeah. That's not a podcast. No. Um, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, else? I did a, a couple of interviews. We we recorded uh, one at Damascus podcast. one time, I believe. Yes, we, we did. Damascus. And we did one uh, at the coffee shop on Saint George. Yeah, Downey's Coffee. Thank you. Or Cafe Kodiak, whatever it's called. <laughs> um, yeah, we did one there. And we did the one coming back from Fundy we, with the two GoPros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never did get to Sussex to talk to the. I was just the about great to say. In Sussex. Yes, Teta Gusher and Z Martello were two that we wanted to put in the. They podcast. gave us the most grief, but we could never get them to, <laughs> to go on a podcast. I think if we would have went there and, and forced them, they would have done it. But uh, Z Martello is, is kind of shy, not really, but kind of shy, <laughs> a little bit. Um. Yeah, so 40, 40 podcasts, it's kind of a... Yeah, we did a lot just sitting in your office. Did a couple up here. Buquin was the one that was here when I had my, my whiskey oh, room yeah. upstairs. Yeah, oh, that's right, that was upstairs. Yeah. 
Yeah, a whole bunch in the basement and then a bunch in my office. Yeah. yeah. 40, yeah. I'm not, I'm... That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of strange to think. You know, something strange is they still publish that FTF magazine. You know, the, 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 the Geocacher magazine yeah. that you can buy, they still, I think, they, I think it's quarterly or maybe there's eight a year. But I suppose that it's a magazine, it's print, you can get pictures, you can, you can have flowery texts in a magazine, centerfolds are always good. <laughs> Oh, look at the look, micro one. That. Look, at that, look at that ammo can with the lid open. Oh, oh spread right open, man. <laughs> okay. But they, they, I just don't know why somebody would subscribe to a geocaching magazine. It's hard enough reading, going, you know, going to our site or going to any other forum site. I have to admit, and I hate to admit it, I don't think I've been on the new ACGA site since it started. Oh, the NSGA? NSGA, yeah. I, it's not for... I just... I don't go on Cash Up NB either. I mean, all that much. I, I check the scribbles probably half a dozen times a day. Whenever I open my uh, Chrome, it, it's one of my two. Oh, is it? It, it, it automatically opens up. So I'm, I'm all, I always go check the scribbles, see if there's anything new. Then I'll, if there's nothing there, I'll go to my other tab or I'll turn yeah. it off. Yeah, I check it a couple of times. It's definitely it's, not like it was at one time. Yeah, but it's, very, I, it's very stagnant. But again, that, that's... Yeah, I wonder if there's any stats worldwide. Like, is geocaching actually down in general? Down in general. I think Trump's going to ruin it all. <laughs> Donald Trump, you know, is going to ruin geocaching. Well, I just think everybody's playing Pokemon Go. That's what it is. <laughs> They've all. Quit. I don't know if the geocachers. I think some geocachers are playing Pokemon Go. I think Pokemon Go is Pokemon. It's I video can, gamers play. I can tell you, Jim Fifty Two is Pokemoning. Yeah, so is Insepit. Is he? Yeah. See, like, I, I do it because I only play it... I shouldn't say I only play it because of the kids, but I've gotten into playing it a little bit because of the kids, because the kids really, yeah, really I've, like it. I'll never go to a gym, and I don't save anything. I don't do nothing. I just... Every once in a while, I'll go out, and if there's some around, I'll catch them while I'm waiting. I might be waiting for my wife, and there's a Pokestop. Or sure, I'm sure. I'm at work, and I'll yeah. turn it on and see if there's anything, because there's a Pokestop at work. Um... But even, so you're talking about geocaching though, like even myself, like the last few, the last few work trips that I've had, I've done a little bit of geocaching, but not, yeah. I found myself less and less going out in my evenings to do it. I, I fought with the freaking, I tell you that story about that webcam cache I tried to do? Oh, I, yeah, oh, I, I was yeah. so mad. Yeah. I was That's so right. Did you ever get any resolution? Did you ever get an answer back? I, got, I finally found it, logged it, and walked. I gave him a big spiel about no, it. No, but did you ever hear anything back from a reviewer? No, any, I never heard, type, like, no, did never heard a thing. Anything or yeah, I, because how can you... The guy has pictures on this cache page. Nothing tells you that the, the cache is seven miles away from where the coordinates are. And the pictures in the cache listing are not pictures from the webcam. Yeah. And somehow that is still okay. I've and only it, found one. I and think. Keystone yeah. is the reviewer. And he, you go yeah. down far enough and you'll see that like he's very picky. Like, nope, that's and not. And Keystone is a big guy in the forums. Oh, he, he's I mean. He's a huge moderator. And he's a, he, he's like a, what's, charter member. Like, he's a charter yeah. a reviewer kind of thing. So, if he's okay with that, then, I mean, whatever. But yeah. I... I did a lot of digging and digging and digging, and finally, yes, I finally did find it, and I 
if it's supposed to be a puzzle, then make it a damn puzzle or make yeah. it very clear on the cash page. Here's what you got to do. But yeah, I thought about. I, I wish there's days I wish you could still make the webcam cache. They're kind of cool. They are cool, right? And some virtuals, but. Well, while we're on the con, so do we have any other thing else on the cash up history, blah 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 stuff that we want to uh, chat? No, before? I mean we're not done. We're done podcasts as far as we know. Um, that's not saying we won't ever do anything in the future that could be similar, but we got no plan. So no, cash up movie is going to carry on doing what we do. So what's new? What I was going to say is uh, I had something to say and I forgot. <laughs> Derail. Yeah, a trip. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to ask you about. Do you want to talk yeah, a little bit about talk, what we're doing? Yeah, I think we should talk about that. Because there was uh, uh, two couples that did it last year. Was it seven days or nine days? Six days, I think. Yeah, but they went non They never stopped. They never stopped. And they did all 48 states finding a cash in, in every state. Um, I think their route might have been shorter than ours. They may, they, they may have trimmed it a bit. Because we could probably trim our route down if we wanted to look for back roads and, and really we could probably cut a thousand kilometers off if we really wanted to because we don't have to go all the way to Denver you know there's some states we're going deep into it just because we want to go to the city where we don't have to right because we could cut through Vegas up top from, from San Francisco oh yeah you know so, cut out certain things anyway so we should tell them what we're talking about then. <laughs> yeah uh Myself and Zor and Polly and Perks, does he still have a 19 on it? I think so. Perks with a number are taking off September 3rd, 3rd of 2017. And we're going to hit all 48 states and get a cash and come home. So that's in 12 I, days? I think it's 13 now. Thir with, with the stretched thing? Yeah, I, think I we're don't at, care how long it is. Um, yeah, I think we're doing between 12 and 13 days. And we're doing... so, But we're not... Going straight, like we're not we're not just going nonstop. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we we opted for we've broken it into legs. Yeah. And at the end of each leg, we get a six hour break. Minimum. Minimum six hour break, but for a few, actually more than a few stops, our breaks are longer. So we have a longer break in. We got like eight hours in Seattle. Eight hours in Seattle. Twelve right. in San Francisco. Two and a half days in Vegas. That's our big two and a half. I, I think one and a half. it's no. It's it's. We get there on a Saturday morning and leave on like a Monday. I'd have to okay. look at it. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's that's our big stop that we have because there's definitely definitely two nights there. Yeah, because we we want to go do some touristy stuff there, like the Hoover Dam and well, and maybe a little bit of the ET. Well, we're coming down the ET Highway. We are coming through. We're the entering ET. Vegas from Little Italy and then coming down the ET Highway. Yeah. So. Uh, and then down, oh, from there, then we just head straight west east. and hit east, sorry. Hit east towards east coast and Florida and Texas and yeah, all the, the bio belt. Well, actually, Vegas, we got, we're got we going north. Yeah, we go north, but then we got to come we're down. coming back down and coming yeah. into Texas and Amarillo. Yeah, because we got to do uh, Utah. Should be Amarillo by morning. That's a song, by the way. Oh, is it? Amarillo by morning. George Strait. Um, then we have... The better part of a day in D.C. You guys yeah. wanted to do a bunch yeah. of stuff in D.C. I've been to New York. I wouldn't mind spending some time in D.C. So we have the better part of a day in D.C. And then a day, an evening, a day, one a one-night stop in New York to give us our, our final break. And then yeah. we head home from there. Well, not even New York. Newark. Newark, So yeah. we're going through 
We but we'll get our New York while we're there. So. Well, I've already got New York. So. But we have to make sure. I mean, I have probably about eight states. You probably have 15. I think I have t- uh, 26. You got that many? I think I have 26 yeah. states. But yeah. I also have Hawaii, so that doesn't count in that. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure Perks and Polly don't have near. I think Perks and Polly have one three. Well, or they four. probably if they have they any, might, it's they might, probably the ones on the east coast. Yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah, I only have the ones on the east coast. I've been to Seattle, but it was before I geocached. Yeah, so that's our uh, that's our big plan for September. So that will be sort of per, not advertising, but we'll be doing some stuff on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram type stuff. And we'll probably let everybody know about our trip somehow. We'll, well, we'll have it in the scribbles, and we'll, we'll we'll get it out there so people can sort of follow. Yeah, somebody us along. will will we'll figure it out in one form or another, and then maybe just... we could do up that uh, open up that old uh, geocaching uh, latitude map. People can see where we are and follow us. <laughs> that would actually that wouldn't bother me at all. If people were following that would actually be kind of for that particular type of thing that we're doing. People can see where we are. Say, what okay, we're doing. here. Let's have the live update, like the Santa trackers. You know, yeah, we'll have the, 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 the cacher tracker, and we'll and we'll and we'll because we're not finding as many caches. I am probably going to log each cache live as I find it to keep my stats correct. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is is that we got a we while we were talking about this, so we had a meeting with all four of us there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I was saying, like, now that we have our route, because we've plotted our route, we basically know the way we're going, should make the full list of every state in the order we're going to hit them. Mm-hmm. And then as we get our cash and we've confirmed our fine, you cross it off the list in that way that we <coughs> we go from there. Yeah, we got a lot, I got a lot of ideas for, um, for photo opportunities and maybe some short videos. <laughs> Like my horse mask has got to go. It would be cool if we each had a, a different mask and take some pictures. Oh like, yeah! Like we're gonna organize stuff like that to make this not just a memorable road trip, but really document it well and and stuff like that. It'd be kind of cool. Well, it's, it's and when we get back, we really, really should. And I haven't mentioned this to you guys yet. We really need to sit down, and I think we should do some type of photo album book. Oh, like he, like. We all write a little story. We all, we, you know, oh, and here's a picture. Paul, I, that picture you took in, in, in Arizona, do a little something. And let's create ourselves a, a couple hundred page book that we can get printed online and stuff. And that, would be pretty, that would be right? really cool. This is a uh, document our... Do, yeah. Our, our nice and and we've got to document. We've got to take a lot of video. Like, I'm going to have my GoPro in the dash almost 24-7 because... Well, we're going to spend most of our time in that car. And I'm going to have, an, and I've got a GoPro I can plug in and keep it going, right? And then you can use your GoPro and your good camera. Yeah. We have our phones. So we have a lot of video that we could take, right? And we're going to bring laptops and stuff to download everything, too. Like, I'm not going to save the whole road trip. No, Just, but... If there's something happens, we pull the card out, save it on the computer, and then yeah. keep going. Because yeah. uh, you can get 128 gig cards now for like yeah. 50 bucks. They're not too bad. So I'll probably pick up a couple of them so that I can... And they'll, right now, my 32 will go three hours at 720. Oh, really? So 120 will probably do a full day at, at 720. <laughs> right? So we can go all day and, and then wipe, wipe it every night. But yeah, that's... Uh, so yeah, so that's a big that's road a trip. Big hopefully, we, hopefully the four of us can all make it. Nothing happens. Nobody gets sick or injured or work gets in the way. Well, my vacation's already on my schedule. 
I, I, actually I can get anything I want. I submitted my... I actually just... It was... It was literally two days before I went on vacation for Christmas. Yeah. I, I put it through and I sent my scheduler because when my boss approves my vacation, I have to send that to my scheduler because she yes. schedules my time for trips and other work. And I sent it to her and I said, Julie, I know this is really early, but I need this on my on yeah. the calendar. I said, yeah. these two weeks are vacation and I cannot travel the weekend before vacation, and I can't travel the weekend after vacation. So you're tied up for three weeks, pretty <laughs> I, much. I'm tied up. There's no way that three I'm weekends, not. Three weekends, yeah. I, um, um, I do my schedule. I create my schedule. Oh, so well, there you go. I, I, I will give myself the time <laughs> off. It won't be a problem. I'll have to take the time off. But, I mean, that that's the last... How often do you get to do a road trip and cover that much territory and go with... Four guys who really get along. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's just going to be so much fun. No one's going to be annoying. Well, maybe me a little bit. But um, yeah, we already said Ken's not allowed to play any of his music. That's up to the rebel. Yeah, they don't know George Jones. <laughs> no rounded edges I'll, either. No, so well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> How long we've been talking? What we got here? Oh, only one twenty. Oh, that's that's right. Pretty close to what we're. Yeah. At. So the, yeah, so that's going to be a, a, a project that we'll share with everybody in the community because. Even if it was wasn't us going, I would follow whoever was going if I knew. Oh yeah, was. yeah, absolutely. Right, if it was a group from Fredericton or St. John or, or or whatever, I would want to follow that. Yeah, I like the idea of uh, of a map that shows where we are. Yeah, well, we'll I th- I, yeah, I honestly think, and I know you said we should use Tumblr, and I, I honestly think that we just make just make a, a page on Cash Up somewhere. Yeah, like a sub uh, a subdomain. Oh, yeah, 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 or yeah. Or even do, just go buy a domain for a couple of years. Just yes. 15 bucks. Go buy a domain, like, you know, whatever you want to call it. We come up with a Whatever name. you want to call it, dot com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to create a website called peoplearestupid.com <laughs> and just post stupid things that people do. But then that's insulting. You could do uh, four guys in a car for 13 days.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four guys in a car for 13 days.com. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be it right there. And we could, you know, between the between you and I, we could get the website up. We could get all the the widgets going. And we oh, could, you know what? I I think I like that idea. And we could have our latitude map, and we could have it whenever somebody takes a picture, the hashtag it goes right to the website, and people can follow it there. And uh, we can we can put a, a chat box in so people can t- text us. Yeah. And not using Facebook, but through the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that idea. Right? So yeah. We don't have to. So. But you know what? It's 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 a once on something. Do it. What's what's thirty bucks to register a domain? Well, and I was what I was going to say though too. It's at least that if you if you post that on all of our Facebook groups that people are, you know, at least that's something. Hey, well, these guys are doing something different. Let's see what but they're you've up to. got friends. On Facebook, yeah, and in the real world, they're going to follow that on geocaches. I've got friends that would follow what sure. we're doing. What? Where is he? What's he doing? That you know, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And who knows where it'll go, right? All of a sudden, we're on uh, Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Four old guys in a car for 13 yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> Four guys in a car for 13 days. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to have to go home and register that now. <laughs> oh, yeah, because someone's going to grab it. I read this thing, and, and it's a sidetrack, but it kind of along the same lines. I read this story. There was a guy sitting in a Starbucks. And there was these three guys that were really loud and obnoxious hipster type guys that were sitting there talking about this new idea they had for a website. So they were brainstorming 
website names for this new thing they were going to do. So they were, and they were loud, and, and the guy says, he was listening to them for like an hour, and he was sitting there with his computer, and the guy says, okay, we're done, okay, let's go sit back, we're going to figure out which one of those domains we're going to use. This is awesome. The guy turned around and says, guys, while you've been sitting there annoying me, I registered all 20 of those domains that you get there. <laughs> Call me when you want to buy one. <laughs> and he did it, and he registered them oh all while God. they were sitting there. It's funny you say that, um, because there was there was... Someone Tamara knows, it's a friend of hers or it was a client of hers or something where she was talking to the wife and one of the husband's hobbies is that's what he does. He buys like, he has something like one, two, three hundred different domain names and he puts those, those auto search things. So, you know, you type in mm-hmm. Facebook instead of facebook.com and it goes to this search site that kind of thing and that's what this guy does he's got hundreds and hundreds of domain names that he gets every year and just basically parks them and, and fills it with ads trying to to earn ad revenue off the the bogus website names and I'm like oh he doesn't he doesn't buy them so that people no he doesn't buy it to sell it to other people he just buys it because people will misspell because misspell or it's something he knows that somebody's going to want. Because, you know, sometimes you think of it like, oh, that'd be a cool website name. You go there and it's like, search for this or search for that. And, you know, it's just I've, bogus. I've, I've done that before. Yeah. And it's like. Phone. And he gets ad revenue from it. Well, if somebody happens to search or something. I don't know how that yeah, works, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's one of those those weird things. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so keep your eye out for yeah, that's something. Be, something. That'll be fine. we got lots of time to, to work on it. Not a lot of time, but. Oh, yeah, like nine months. But really, there isn't much other than packing the bag and getting in the car and going. Yeah. The big work is going to be our pocket queries. Oh, my God. And I'm almost of the mindset to, I know you guys want to, but I'm almost of the mindset to just run with uh, with live. It just See, my my concern about that is... When data. you start, when you is data. Obviously, you're gonna you're gonna go nuts with the data, I and I think I think I don't have it on while we're okay. We're looking for cash now. Okay, there's our cash. But the the turn, thing turn with the out. thing with that is is that if you <clears throat> don't worry, you run your pocket course. Well, no, but that I mean, you be responsible for your section. And then oh no 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> if if we're gonna have pocket queries and GPX files, I'm going to create them. But I think it would be. I think we would do just as good. If we had unlimited data, yeah, I would just say, we'll just turn on the turn on the tablet. Well, we we had this conversation though. My few, tablet's got a four G plan. A few G, go, right? a few days ago, I was going to say we were talking about you know doing things like okay, filter off all the micros, smalls and regulars only, yeah, like that kind of stuff, yeah. so that you. If you're trying to do a trip like that and you have a limited time, because we know we have to yeah. get between here and here within a we, certain and time. And we have so many to find. Yeah, so it's it's you know you cannot waste any time. Like five minutes is yeah. essentially your yeah. search time. And if we're and if we do our, our <coughs> along the route and we only go a kilometer on the route, we know they're all going to be, you know, fairly easy. Yeah. And more than likely, a lot of them are going to be like in parking lots and stuff like that. Well, yeah, yeah. Which is, and then we'll but, do. But that's why we're each gonna like. I wanted my section, and I told you I wanted like from like. You want the Bible Belt. I want the Bible Belt. I want because <laughs> I'm looking for distilleries, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were saying. Um, but obviously, I'm gonna go along and look for ones that look interesting and cool. Like sure. Something that might be at a national park, or something that might be at a, a historic monument, or something that might be really. You know, John Wayne was, was filmed a movie here. Or, yeah. Or this is where Wild Bill Hickok was killed. 
<laughs> something like that. I mean, I want to look for those type of caches where we can get a good photo op, not at a Denny's, <laughs> right? Although we're probably going to eat at a few. <laughs> Walmart parking lot. Walmart parking lot, yep. Lamp post cache. Well, because that's, that's... Now, mind you... But I want to go into a Walmart in Alabama and just and just to see the people of Walmart. Because I'm thinking <laughs> Alabama's got to have the most concentration of people of Walmart. You think so? Oh, more pajama pants per capita there than anything, <laughs> I'm thinking. And, and, um, and uh, what's that flag? Uh, the rebel flag there or whatever? Oh, the... Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. The uh... Confederate flag. Yeah. They'll, have, yeah, they'll yeah. have more women in Confederate flag bikinis than any other state, too. True enough. Probably not ones you want to see in bikinis, but they'll be in bikinis, right? Oh, cigarette burns and all. You... Anyway, I digress <laughs> again. Yeah, so that having been said, I guess that leads us to yeah, our... talking about a podcast at the Castle MB, and now we're branching off into Confederate flag bikinis. Uh, oops. That doesn't look like your thing. Oops. Neither does that. Now I know what your symbol is. Yeah, not like anyone. It's a pentagram, you Satan worshiper. <laughs> Die, die, die. Well, well, we're pushing up on an hour and a half, so I think that's a good time to, uh, to wrap it all up. Um, under closing comments, I had what's next for Cash Up NB. Well, we kind of talked about that. Far more behind the scenes kind of stuff, like just doing the events. Not, yeah. not pushing, not in your face, just here they are, come. Yep, come see Because her. we got no place to push them other than Facebook. Yep. And, and our Facebook page was always quiet. Yeah. Compared to Fredericton and St. John, our Facebook page is very quiet. Very, very Because we focus people to the website. To the website, yeah. It's always been that way. So we'll say uh, we're just going to put them out and see who shows up. We did say we wanted to mention some upcoming events. So we, we I don't think we really mentioned yeah. those. Uh, January 7th, Cable Guys got a New Year's one at the, I think it's January 7th at the Elks Club. Elks Club, yep. Over uh, across from the new uh, convention rink center, whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> yeah. Highfield Square. Um, what, uh... Chris and Natalie, Treehugger, and uh, they're having a New Year's Eve yes, event at their house. a couple of days from now. A couple of days from now at their house, they're having a New Year's Eve event. I wish I could go, but the plans, and it's in Fredericton. Um, the breakfast is going on. Oh, and um, February 7th is a Tuesday night at Five Bridges Restaurant. Okay. The uh, Winter Carnival event. For Riverview. The caches, I'm planning on getting the caches published either late Friday or Saturday morning. So people can find them on the weekend and whatever. Come to the event. The coins will not be gone. The winter coins. Usually the event, 40 coins, 50 coins might be gone by the event. If that. And would it be safe to say that people will be going somewhere new this time? Yes. <laughs> we won't they, say They may where. have been in that area before, but I've never brought them there. So, yes. the There's a new area that we're hoping to make yep. use of. Yeah. Hopefully people stay out of it. But I have something in the works getting some caches archived in there. So, um, so the February 7th at uh, uh, Supper, back room at Five Bridges. February 25th, I believe, is this... I don't know. You were the one that told me that you had the date. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the 25th of February. Cable Guy, I'm sorry if I'm letting the cat out of the bag, but uh, I believe that's when it's being held by Cable Guy. Yes, Ma and Pa are not hosting the... They are going to be there to help but they're not organizing or hosting. Yeah, it's just, uh, it will be Cable Guy this time. Let's see here. February 25th is a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's the day for the ice walk. Nothing is really going to change. It'll be the same cast of characters, the same idea. Yep. Except that 
I don't think Mom, Pa, and Dan. There's a, there's somebody I haven't heard from in a while, Dan. Mm, yeah. Um, well, I don't know if they're gonna. They might still go out for a walk. I, yeah. To check on the caches before and put out some news. And stuff. I think I think they're gonna. I think Pa will Mom, Pa will be there. I think. I, yeah, I think he's already offered to be to help, but they're not. They didn't want to roast. Yeah, because they they asked. I think they asked him to. I do believe their house is up for sale. Yeah. And they're looking at moving to Ottawa with their family. So. Or California, one or the other. Something like that. Somewhere other somewhere other than Moncton. Yeah. And, uh, and any other and, events? I don't think there's any Well, other nothing that I we're going to have. Know. Yeah, obviously come April, there will be the come out and play closing events. The bye-bye winter bash stuff that always comes in April. Yeah, the Battle Cash one will be at Curly's again, I'm sure. That's usually March, I think. Yeah, that's in March. And, uh, and the Long Weekend in May will be funded. Fundy, There's no Fundy's doubt about that. Fundy's still there. Don't know whether or not there will be anything beyond. Given it being 150. It's the no. 10th year for, for geocaching in the park and 150th. Um, we have talked to them about doing something extra. We haven't heard back. There's still plenty of time to do something yeah. extra outside of the normal. Oh! And there is a mega in August. That's right. <laughs> There's a mega coming up. We are completely uninvolved in this one. Um, although we will probably offer up some some coins and prizes. Well, sure. we already gave them. We gave them. I, I gave them like f- almost fifty coins mm-hmm. as prizes already. Right, yeah. And we are probably just going to go down to attend. Yeah, we're going and, to uh, attend the mega and enjoy the mega. And not have to work the mega. <laughs> yep. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting because nice. that'll have been that'll be the first mega in a long time that I've been to that I'm not doing because the last two that I've gone, well, we, we had ours last, and then the one before that we had a table. And we, we had we, we handled the website. We did the we had a table, and we had a table. Yeah. And this one we handled everything, and this one here we're handling nothing. So it's a nice Although we did offer some advice and some help oh, I, and some financial assistance. When I was going through stats, I needed the number of coins that we had when I was doing the stats. And uh, I found a some emails and stuff. And it was this giant, huge, long email to Leona. Because yeah. she said, send some advice. And I'm like, all right, here you go. <laughs> I listed off, here's everything you could possibly think of of stuff you should and should never do. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyway, right, well, that's about it. I think that's going to uh, Can't wrap say it up. We won't be back, but we might not be back. <laughs> we might not be back. At least not in this form. Um, so, to everyone who's ever listened to a podcast, if you're listening to this, thank you very much for for putting up with me and Ken's banter. Yeah. Uh, we will be back in some form. You never know in the future, but for now, you can. Uh, we'll definitely know. be out there for our trip to the states, so you'll see that. Yes, you'll definitely see that. Um, otherwise, you can catch us at events and uh, keep your ears to the ground for what will be coming next from Cash Up NB. Goodbye. Thanks. See ya. <laughs>
Those who end up, those who end up, those who end up won't survive.